football lovers, welcome to another episode of Ball Chat Podcast. Number one of the best Caribbean football show discussing football. My name is Benton, along with the Ball Chat family. Come on, Junior, well, go on. I'm good, you know, I'm good. I feel, I feel like I'm getting grabbed around my throat right now, but I'm okay. <laughs> You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> Football family, welcome to a brand new episode of Ball Chat Podcast where we discuss the week's major news in the world of football and we have a lot of things to get to this week. If you're following us on Ball Chat YouTube page, Ball Chat Facebook page or Island Sports um, YouTube page, you can take part in the discussion. We're going to start the show at the top of the show with our ballers and bugs. Ball has been an impressive player of the week. Bugs been an unimpressive player of the week. Then we touch EPL, some major news out of the EPL. Everton finally lost the game. Then we're going to discuss La Liga, El Clasico. Ronald Koeman is upset with VAR. We'll touch some situation with TNTFA versus FIFA in that running saga. And we'll wrap up our show at the back end with Yard Ballers, highlighting Jamaican players plying their trade overseas. overseas. But to no avail, to no, we kick it off with Ballers of the Week. Come on, Chelsea. Fun. Who you have as your Baller of the Week? Uh, two ballers actually. So I have Mikel Antonio and I have Zaha as uh, my two ballers of this week. Um, so Mikel Antonio, every time I see him, I am amazed at his journey. Um, you know, just to touch on it a little bit, you know, your ballers section, why I'm trying to say, even though he scored a goal this weekend, but he said that when he went to QPR on trial, right and he scored a goal and assist they did not sign him because they said that he did not cross the ball in enough so you know he came from a whole bunch of disappointments now to be one of the top scorers in the english Premier League. so he's my baller and Zaha with the one goal and one assist this weekend i'm giving it to both of them so michael antonio of west ham he's definitely running he's actually on an impressive run and 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 like you said come on he went through a lot of Little, lot of little hurdles earlier on in his career, but he's really making the best of what he has right now. Scored a wonderful goal against big side Man City and a high-priced defender Ruben Diaz as West Ham drew with Man City 1-1. And Kamon is also giving ball of the week to Wilfred Fancy Ball Asaha as they beat Idiot Fulham. Is that really a baller's performance? Junior Pringle Bridgen, Manchester United family. Who do you have as your ball of the week family? Well, I would love to give it to Manchester United, but I can't. Um, my ball of the week definitely goes to Chelsea goalkeeper Mendy. What a boy can keep. Mendy, big up yourself. Hats off. Great, great performance this week. Also, I have to give ball of the week to Mr. Terminator himself, Robert Lewandowski. What a man can score goal. You're not giving him the ball on the this year. He is going to take it next year. He scored a hat-trick this weekend. Definitely have to give it to Robert Lewandowski. Robert Lewandowski getting Junior's ball of the week for an impressive performance. But Junior, come on. A regular, regular league themselves. So why is he getting ball of the week? And Edward Mendy. Whoa, Chelsea found a goalkeeper. <laughs> Chelsea. We'll discuss that in the Manchester United versus Chelsea match coming down the pike. Um, in our in our section in our football section if you join us on any platform send on your ballers and bugs on YouTube Facebook ball chat 
Facebook page or YouTube page, turn on your ballers and bugs, or Island Sports YouTube page, turn on your ballers and bugs. My ball of the week is Kemal Roof. Hopefully, this soon to be Jamaican international Kemal Roof. Come on, Wagwan. Kemal Roof scored a sensational goal from midfield for, for the Rangers against Standard Liege in the Europa League football family. Check it out on YouTube. Junior Pringle tries to score goals like that all the time and miss, but Kemal Roof was impressive as Rangers defeated Standard Liege 2-0 in Europa League. And I want to give a ball of week to Marcus Rashford. Yes, he played well against um, PSG. Yes, he played well against Chelsea. But I'm giving a ball of the week for his continued campaign against hunger in the UK. Marcus Rashford, ball of the week, saw the performance off the field. Those are the ballers for me. Junior, who do you have as your bug of the week, family? My bug of the week, let me tell you something. Do you guys know who Lucas Smith is? No, Junior. I don't know who he is. Christian Combe. Let me tell you who they are. They are defenders for this team called VVV Venlo. They played against Ajax. You are paid defenders and you collect 13 goals. The whole on a bug. Every, every player on this VVV Venlo. You guys are bugged. I'm going to give an honorary mention to their, to their stopper, though. He did get a red card in the 51st minute. That's a defender of my own heart. You beating me 13, look, I am breaking somebody's foot. So, honorary <laughs> bug of the week, yes, sir. But every defender bug of the week. Also, Atlanta United, if anybody wants to see the book, the playbook for having a successful team, and then it's fall off the wagon, you look at Atlanta United. You want to know why MLS don't have any relegation? Look at Atlanta United. Which owner goes there? Yeah, let's bring in relegation when a team can fall off the wagon in one year. Atlanta United, bug of the week. I took offense to the Atlanta United, bug of the week. It's a pandemic year. <laughs> I took offense. But Junior's bug of the week, Atlanta United, if you want to see the playbook of a successful franchise turning garbage. Junior bug of the week is Atlanta United and VV Venlo 13 love side team. They pick up 13 from Ajax. The views of Junior Pringle about breaking players' leg off, uh, on the field if, if getting 13 are those are the views of Junior Pringle only, not of ball chat family. Come on, <laughs> bugs of the week family. Who do you have? Barcelona needs to be my bug of the week. You can't lose the real magic three ones. A 2-1 is respectable, but a 3-1, no. And then Manchester City, come on, Manchester City. I mean, like, you have all the defenders now. You pay so much money, and you still come back and pick up little foolishness. You know, I, I want to give an honor every shout-out to Raheem Sterling. I live to see the marvelous man in my house cost this marvelous man. And I'm upset. Even today, I'm still upset and still talk about Raheem. So, Raheem, stick him for the bug of the week as well. Raheem Sterling, Raheem Sterling getting bug of the week. And and who else come on? The entire Barcelona, infestation, Barcelona, and Manchester City on a whole. Come on. So, it, so you're going to tell me that the pieces where Man City bring in still not going to help them? It's, it's ridiculous, man. Come on, Pep. <laughs> Let's touch base with some of the football family, see what's their comment. Uh, come on, Bugs of the Week. Entire Manchester City, entire Barcelona. 
bugs of the week. We'll get to that in our football roundup. Well, a second, I'm dropping Arsenal because Arsenal go out and buy this expensive defender because Junior think he's the... Remember the first week when him come, Junior said, no, we can't put him on because he don't know all the, the other players them play. Then put him on to the Junior and then get a hot one love from old man Vardy. Central midfielder, not defender, Thomas Party, come on, Junior. Oh, him. him. <laughs> <laughs> And bug of the week, come on, does not miss a chance to give Arsenal bug of the week as they just lost 1-0 and they now freshly concluded, just concluded game against Leicester City. Some people pick Arsenal to win the league. Let's see what some of the football family is saying. Football family, um, Dalton Stewart says bug of the week is VAR for their stupid penalty call against Liverpool and the non-penalty calls for Chelsea and, and penalty... And penalty United. Um, bug of the week. Owen Gray says bug of the week is Sterling for missing that 1v1 versus keeper. Him still can't score those. Shake my head. And um, Pascal Matthews says leave City alone. Come on, Lee. Leave City alone. <laughs> Ball of the week for Owen Gray is Jamie Vardy scoring against Arsenal just now in, one, in what looks like a smash and grab. Dalton Stewart ball of the week is also Liverpool and Ajax. Liverpool, Ajax and Vardy is picking up ball of the week for doing in Arsenal. Wow, man, and beating Arsenal. And Jason Freeman, big up yourself, family. Jason Freeman said bugs of the week, <laughs> Arsenal. Boy, the Arsenal oh, fans the running. <laughs> and, if, and if you're watching on Flow Sports right now, type your baller and bug of the week right now if you're watching on Flow Sports. Let us know who is your baller and bug of the week. So, football family, keep your ballers and bugs coming. My bug of the week is 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 um a player named what's his name? Osulino um, Tioni of Sochaux in league in French league second division, league two in French league play last week Sunday in a game against Valiance. Um, Tioni was is accused to have bit the cheek of Jerome Pryor, the goalkeeper of um, Valence. When asked about it after the game, he said he did not bit him. You know, he was racially abused, and and he did not bit him, but he did put his cheek, he put his head close to his cheek. So bug of the week is Oslinio Tioni and Jerome Pryor in that melee that took place. And um, Jerome Pryor is going around showing the image of him getting bitten on the cheek by um, Tioni. So if a man bit me on the cheek, I don't know if I'll be going around showing that Im image. But those are the bugs of the week. Um, keep your ballers and bugs coming. Football family, let's try to hit some of the major news in, in, in the world of football. and starts off with the EPL. Come on, the big match, Chelsea versus Man uh, Manchester United ended 0-0. Both teams kept clean sheets. I mean, who came out the bigger? Uh, who got more positive from this, from this tie? Who came away positive from this tie? None of them. Both of them lost. That's just all missing. It was a boring game. I mean, it was, a it was a boring, boring game. And yes, I forgot to talk about Mendy. Um, if it wasn't for Mendy, maybe those four shots on goal um, that Manchester United had would have scored. Um, but it was a boring game. It was, I think, poor officiating. I, I, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the penalty now. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. We can bring up the image of the penalty kick that, come on, is this is the alleged. Um, yes, there it is. It's up. Come on. Go ahead. Listen to me. The fridge was all over Aspie. All over Aspie. I mean, like tackling him. Look, look at that. That is wrestling. I have seen less than this given as a penalty. Who is this as a penalty? Yes, the referee might have missed it. But VAR actually looked at this and said it's not a PK. It should have been a PK. Yes, maybe whoever took the PK would have missed it because that's still 0-0. Zero, zero. But the point is that they can't miss blatant calls like this in a game like this, a hot game. But anyways, past that, Man U and Chelsea game was boring. It was like two teams playing, trying not to lose. Trying Junior, your thoughts, and by the way, this image is courtesy of the BBC. Um, Junior, your thoughts on this? I'm going to leave the image up here, uh, the, the potential PK. Your thoughts on this? You're the Manchester United fan. Do you guys think you got away with one there? No, I, yeah, well, yeah, I think we got away with one because of the, um, the lineup. No, I, the way how I see this game, I see this game where Manu and Chelsea played like they were one and two in the league and they were running away with the league. And they're just trying not to lose two points. But the, the ultimate goal was still in front of them. That's how, to me, that's how they both, it feel like they both approach a game. But you remember the first game last year, the season, when Manu beat Chelsea 4-1? Yes. But you remember Lampard made a mistake by attacking Manchester United and Manu ran him off the field last year, even though Chelsea outplayed Manu last year, right? So yeah. Lampard seemed to have learned from his mistake. Actually, Manu, I think, had beaten Chelsea three times last year because, remember, Rashford had that free kick in the FA Cup as well. So I think Lampard said, yo, you're not going to beat me on the break this year. You're just not going to beat me on the break. Ole approaches game by starting James. I don't know. Well, I know why. He was hoping that Chelsea would be, would be running at Manu so that Manu can now use blind speed and try to try to run at Chelsea, which never worked. It, it's just if if there were two if there were two experienced coaches that we trusted, they had come out to be saying, "Oh, it was just two good coaches can't see themselves out." But because they have the lack of experience, you are too idiot coach, yeah, man. <laughs> so, well, but, but overall, I mean, best yes, best go ahead, come on. Well, a second. So GB bounce up and must stop the ball in. <laughs> Because it was the closest thing to a chance created for Chelsea. But I'm on wicked. <laughs> Anyways, you realize Junior said he, he, he thinks that Manchester United got away with one because of the lineup. Oh, oh no, I'm not touch off fridge wrap up round the captain, you know. Come on. Oh no, you're not talking about all the fridge wrap up round the captain. Listen, listen. All right, come on. Look from the background. You asked who win, win. You know who won yesterday? Tunzabi. Because absolutely no way. After how Tunzabi played against PSG, and then you bring in the fridge. And the fridge is defending somebody who is one foot short. How about the other blood pressure? He's defending one person who is one foot shorter than him, and somehow you are hug up the captain. Why? Just because you are a captain, you are hug up the next captain. I feel something. Yeah, but, but but look at it. All right, then. I bet you any amount of money that the captain is going to be in the started lineup the next game. And your blood pressure will go up. But you come back, the whole of your head is going to But what may I say is this. 
Maguire has this a history of being stupidity like this in the box. This is not the first time he has done this, you know. Remember we talk about it? He keeps getting away with murder. And at this point, I'm not going to say it. Maguire is a low-level baller who is getting all these opportunities because he's English. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And I hope that him do the same thing next week, three times, and give a three penalty. Mm. And the only way we could line up. Stop your foolishness and stick to your side. Stick to Mendy and Kepa. Listen to me. I, this this is the views of Junior, not nobody from Balchan. I am hoping Maguire is going to his car and slip, chip, and fall and spray the manco. That's what I'm hoping for right now. Oh, Ben Tan, the disclaimer. Those are the please. views of Junior Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> those are the views hey, of Junior. Hey, GB Bang says all his selection was wrong all the time, GB. All the time. I don't think this probably this job too big for him. And he says both. James and Mata shouldn't even be used as a sub, which Junior has consistently said that. I think Mata's time has passed. Mata is a good innovative baller, but I think the English Premier League has passed Mata right now. And, uh, and what about what Tigel is Tigel said there? Um, Tigel is no, saying no, that Ty, I think no, Manchester Ty United Gale was very madman. So he said, I think Manu was very strong. Shut up your mouth, Liverpool fan. <laughs> They are a weaker team to Chelsea, and the fact that they drew tells me they played well. Chelsea didn't know. You know what? You know what? Still can't block Tiger. Chelsea yeah. didn't know what was Madrid. coming. Mata did an excellent job in the middle. Thank <laughs> you, Tiger. I'm a Liverpool hater. Let him <laughs> move on. You can't say anything you want to say. Madness. I have a point because. Let's say, let's let's look let's say Pochettino come in tomorrow, right? any sensible coach come in. And and the first thing we do is say, yo, my starting eleven different. You are going to tell me, look at how look all right, who had to make the the bigger saves yesterday? It was Mendy against a weak in Manchester United team. When Pogba came on, when 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 um when Cavani came on, instantly created a chance at the corner. You put Rashford on the left to run at Thiago. Any coach with sense is going to attack those weakness. Look at um your, your left back when you just when you just bring him. Look on look on trip um Aaron Wan Basaka. Yeah, yesterday. Ben Chilwell. Ben Chilwell after one Basaka beat him. Okay, like, okay. Who sends him a coach will say Greenwood, let's stand up right beside Chilwell. Cause all him want is overlap. Okay. Stand yeah. right beside him and attack him. Anybody. So I mean it. I disagree that 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 Chelsea is a stronger team to Manchester United. I completely disagree. Let us not talk about the money on the field. Let us not talk about the cost of the players. Let's talk about the quality. For me, I am. Everybody say Kai Havertz is this extraordinary player, whatever. I still don't see it. I think he gets lost sometimes in the games. Team of Werner, I, I just don't I just don't know. Yes, him score, them score, him and Kai score against some little dibby low quality teams. But when it comes to these big well, me never call Manu big side, but you know what I mean. Um it it's it kinda rough. It's so I don't agree that Manu was the weaker team going into to Chelsea. To, to um, the game. All right. Um a football family, but uh, and as it regards to Kai Harvard and, and we wanna put a bow on this. I mean, he's a bit younger, right? Come on, what, 20 years old? He, he's supposed to be one, essentially, for the future, right? 
with a baby. Sentiments about politics. I mean, I, I just, I, I get it. I get that Lampard, him Lampard, 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 like young enough player. Yeah. But I just think that if we want to go out there and challenge for the title, okay. it has to be a balance. It really has to be a balance. Yeah, yeah. And I, I and I remember when everybody was saying politics is the future, and it's yeah. like I just don't, I, I just don't see the kicking on the field with Chelsea. So I was surprised that we did last yesterday. Yeah. And that was, and and that that has nothing to do with on the field, you know, and, and run up play. Yeah. It all had to do with an exceptional goalkeeper, because I think two out of them four saves there. If I kept her in the in behind the six. Them would have so you, you even guys, the outstanding save with the foot, come yeah. on now. Yeah. The kicks here. Yes. But but let, let, me, let me just make one comment about Chelsea. Only thing Chelsea needs is a more confident Jorginho. That's all Chelsea lacking. Because I see Werner making some runs. And he, he make a run and stop and hold up him hand like, yo, how the hell you don't see me make that run? You know how much time, you know how much time the sweat just left? When we see that brother run off of the back of Maguire, and, and nobody look up and put the ball in space. A confident Jorginho is all Any, that. Anybody run up Maguire should have you sweating. It could have been all foot body. It could have been Josie Moreno put on in place and go up on the pitch running at Maguire. You should be sweating. But again, Chelsea need a, a solid, a more solid back line. I don't see it. And I am, re and I keep saying the backline is the ladder, and it's not the the good good ladder where we can really say you can put two spinning ribs on it and say you know it, it can pass as a Mitsubishi Lancer or whatever. It's just a, a beat out rusty ladder, and they have to fix it if we want to challenge for the cup. So and if, if we are playing in all these competitions, they have to fix the entire um squad. It, 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 you can't just fill the holes and expect to be competitive yeah so so quick question and and regarding that chelsea back line they they kept a clean sheet yesterday and they kept a clean sheet in the middle of the week it seems like you guys have solved your goalkeeper issue regarding edward Mendenau now being being someone who's solid at the back do you think you've solved the defensive issues with Thiago silva now getting himself more acclimated with his with zuma and the rest of the players around him because you know lampard really kind of was no, very, very no, happy, et cetera, no. for, for, that, for that clean sheet against Sevilla in Champions League. But, but it, it, the clean sheet was an exceptional goalkeeper. That don't, that don't fix the backline That issue. don't fix that because people I, running through. No, because as the GB Bank said, really guys better than Zuma, 110 times. Zuma, is, he's, he has been playing professional big man football too long to be making these simple errors, simple stupid mistakes he has been making and you leave that to rookies so i i worry when he's around there you know i i i'm, I'm just not confident okay but having an exceptional goalkeeper who needs to make all those sales don't put don't don't they don't put confidence in a backline yeah because if your backline was solid your goalkeeper would not you know need to make all those yeah, sales yes, and I'm, I'm telling you them when I tell my new part, Chelsea like the Red Sea, and I'm like, no, what is this? And if that goalkeeper was not solid enough, then Manu would have beat us yesterday, and that would have not been good. Okay, because so we need to get to some other news. Um, 
before we, you know, uh, Gigi Bang said uh, Rudiger is better than Zuma. And, and, and that is kind of some sort of mystery there. Rudiger seems to be out in the cold at Chelsea as he haven't been seen since the start of the season, to my knowledge. Um, Big up Jamai from Chelsea, from London City on Island Sports saying Frank Lampard out. Frank Lampard. Long time oh. before me were going. <laughs> All right, let's, let's try to hit some major news to that game. Some other news in the world of football. That game ended 0-0. Everton, the unbeaten, one of the unbeaten teams, or they probably the only unbeaten team, ended their run, their unbeaten run today as they lost to Southampton 2-0. Um, your assessment of what does this mean for Everton now going forward? They were without Richarlison. They were without him for two more games as he served his three-match suspension. But interestingly, Dinia got a red card. Carlo Angelotti said, quote, I think it was a joke, end quote. He, he alluded to that, that red card was given to Dinia because of the whole fiasco with, with, um, with Pickford and Richarlison. The red card, he felt like, seems like he alluded to that. There's a vendetta out for Everton, hence why um, Dinia got a red card. Your thoughts? No, it, I mean it was a deserved red. So, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, so, but I mean, what, what do you think of Everton is, now going forward? They lost this I game mean, today. It, it's still, listen, it's still early. You know, we, we, now we have no teams that are unbeaten. Everybody lose. You know, it's still young. Which, as I said, Richardson was old. I, I mean, I I don't put I don't put any stock in it. I just think that they were it was. As um, GB said, inevitable. They're, they're bound to lose. I would rather them knock it out now and then make a big run feed after. But they've been doing well enough to not worry about being relegated. Yeah, yeah. Um, Junior, quickly, Everton, I, Alex, I, I will be got subbed off, I think, around halftime thereabouts. Do you think his career is pretty much on in a tricky situation at this Everton, knowing that Richardson is suspended and he cannot see good time on the field? No, because before this year, we would say Calvert-Lewin um, um, career was on the fridge too. And it's the same coach him have. So it's all yeah. on him will be if he wants to show his quality. Okay, the coach is going to, you're going to get opportunities. Let's just call a speed a speed. Yeah, yeah. So it's on him. I, I, I don't think the right thing is on the wall, but the player himself has to make that decision. Yeah, so Everton finally lost um, this weekend in the EPL. Everton, um, Liverpool won, got back to winning ways, or won. Your thoughts on Fabinho sitting into that slot now with, with, with um, Alisson returning? Do they yeah. want to go first? You want to beat them? We beat them. Liverpool, Liverpool fans, you guys, if you guys think Liverpool is this unstoppable team, you guys are extremely delusional. I saw a team yesterday out muscle Liverpool midfield. I saw Trent, Alec, Trent Arnold bypassing the midfield and making the cutting edge passes. I saw a, a five foot three, a five foot one Diego Jota out jump at a central defender and work him start and, and, and find a winning goal yesterday. So, no, Liverpool, you have a lot of problems coming down the road. Um, Fabinho did his best, but without Virgil in the heart of that defense, Liverpool just don't look like Liverpool. They, they, they just don't. They, they just look, they look like a team that is top-heavy with a front three that is just praying that the ball reach them in time so they can score and put pressure on the other team before the other team score. 
that's what he said. And 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 tactically, Liverpool loves to play this four-four-three setup with Virgil out. Do you think Klopp should explore maybe going to a three in the back sort of system? You guys are the the tacticians and are just go with what you have. I mean, it, it worked for them last season when they won. I mean, so why change it? Okay. You know, because see, a big defender know, is gone. Yeah, yeah, but they, but even if the defender was still there, they needed to get um, a defender anyway in the January window. I mean, they still need. Listen, the other day, I think uh, the Liverpool fan in the house almost watched the TV because Gomez was giving him a heart attack. Yeah. And before VVD got injured, he was like, "We need to get some defenders in, so." They need to go out there and spend some money, find some good defenders, bring in, and then they, they'll be okay. I, I don't see Liverpool um, fans panicking. There's no need to panic. I still think that they have the front three to do whatever they want, though. Their midfield is still stacked enough where, um, you know, you have a little Henderson, can't come in and still do a little work. You still have Milner, can't come in, come do whatever. I don't see Liverpool having an issue, just to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Yo, the book is out on Liverpool. Start the midfield. The book is out. Start the midfield. Put put your best defender on Mane. Put your fastest defender on Salah. Bobby Firmino is going to come in the midfield. So you don't have to worry about Firmino coming down the middle. The book is out. That midfield needs to be... Thiago might be their, their, their saving grace if he can stay on the field. Maybe, but the, the book is out. Come on, no, that injury. I say injury free. So, GB Bank and Liverpool's win wasn't impressive. They're going to get a lot of beating this year. And Damian Thomason said this could be the most competitive season in the in the Premier League. Bringing Thiago showed Klopp wanted to implement a change of style. The robots, them alone, won't do it this year. Pool needs more creative midfielders. I've been saying that for two years. They did that. All this show is how great of a player Virgil really is. I, mm. I was, I wasn't on the bandwagon for saying Virgil is the best defender in the world. But trust me, taking Virgil out of that team, I've, I've dropped them from being the best team in Europe to now being closer to the pack. They're still a good team, but we, that presence that was in the middle, that speed that make up for the for the midfield lapses. That, that having the ability to give Trent Arnold a, a chance to roam as much as he wants. No, yeah. he really have to defend. It's a, it's a big loss. Um, before we step away from the EPL, Manchester City sitting in 13th position. It's, what, seven games, six games in. This is the first time a Pep Guardiola outfit is sitting in the bottom half of the table after six games. Should Man City finally be worried? Them for worried from last season. I think I, I know they must worry. But they spend money this season too. But apparently, it, the, the Aguero injured. I mean, like Aguero out for a couple weeks again. I don't know if Aguero must retire now because he's so he's injury prone. He's not dependable. He took up a roster spot. So now they must find somebody to fill his spot. I just think Pep. Should just leave Manchester City, get somebody else and go on somebody, go, go somewhere else, go get one of the idiots. Because Manchester City is, is an idiot. Imagine your defense is good, holding up, and you, you, you're how much million pounds striker, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, and still cannot finish? Come on now. Manchester City, I'll get, I'll get whooped 
so much this season. If them not go there and get two more key players to come in January, then we spend some more money because what they did is clearly not working. Yeah, Pep Guardiola, is, you know, when I asked, he said he cannot predict the future. I mean, you know, they're having injuries, but they're just taking it one game at a time. Junior, Junior, as come on, says um, Aguero picked up a muscle injury. Gabriel Jesus is out. Should Man City fans, family, be worried? Pep Guardiola, of course, haven't extended his contract with City runs until 2021. Your thoughts? Now we're about Pep and contract. City's problem in a subset happened in two minutes. Phil Foden, who had to come off the bench because of an injury, collect a ball and turn a pirouette on his left foot. One touch, collect, second touch, shoot. And your big international record signing at the time, man that cannot be on the bench for whatever reason, Morris, cannot do the same thing. But Foden have to come off the bench just to that. That is the problem with City in a nutshell. Somehow, Mares' game seems to be secure. I think you might be about the brothers. But <laughs> his game seems to be secured. And why would Sterling now feel hit like his position is threatened if Mares are going to play 100? See how Sterling, why would your ballerina run and kick with the ball? See him here, yeah, man. Good. <laughs> And, and some other major news before we move away from the EPL and, and football in the UK. Uh, come on, Andrew, I want to get to your thoughts on this off-the-field news about the FA making a recommendation for the league or the teams, the Premier League clubs, to not sign, quote, lower-quality foreign players, end quote. Your thoughts? As I said yesterday, I just think that this is a way where they can protect the homegrown advantage, like eliminate or reduce the amount of foreigners that come in the Premier League. Because let us be honest, we see English player, and I don't mean to call up Maguire, but he's the he's the, the most obvious one. We've seen English players playing in the top tier that you and I know that if they were a, a Suarez, a Keane, they would be busting down in, in League One. I just I don't get it. How do you how do you um figure out what is low quality? What is the criteria? I mean, if a player plays at Ajax and wants to come to the English Premier League, how do you determine if that player is of low quality or not? You know, so I just don't understand what they're trying to do. Um, I think it's a little bit sneaky. You know, it's like Germany tries to. You know, keep their homegrown. The same thing with the Netherlands. I'm trying to, you know, give um, advantage to the homegrown um, players there. But I don't see how oh, Premier League is going to survive. Because I would re they really don't have any English players that are really exciting. If we think about it, Harry Kane, right? Jaden Sancho. Who? Jaden Sancho. All you <laughs> But yes. But, but I understand, but the English players, the English bond players, are not necessarily the best players in the league. Yes, so yes. I don't get how do you determine who determines low quality players, yes. low quality foreign players? Foreign players, yeah. And, and, and Football Family, this is from Sky Sports. They said that the article just quoted says the FA has urged the Premier League clubs to accept its new system that will block quote, lower quality foreign players, end quote, from joining in the January transfer window. Junior, your thoughts? I, 
it's racist. I think it's a <laughs> a racist stunt. But okay. I, I think I think there's I think there's logic behind it. I I, I think this is the Premier League public trying to get clubs to protect themselves. I think that the Premier League is now signaling to clubs that look, you're not we're not going to have fans in the stand next year. Our our full capacity in the stand next year. So instead of investing all of this money up front with the hopes that TV contract and fund revenue will, will make up for it, let's not do that. I, I, it's a racist stance, yes, but I am looking at from the financial aspect. I really think they are trying to protect the clubs from themselves. I really that, that that's that's me being hopeful. Um, um, as an anti, yeah, but, but, yeah go ahead, yeah, come but on. Hold on a second. But hold on a second. But why I think it makes no sense. Is because people tune into the English Premier League to watch good, exciting football, right? Yeah. And the clubs make money from jersey sales. So you have a, a whenever I use Pogba, because he might get from the last level, give me one good foreign player. Thiago Silva come in, and he's a good foreign player, right? And in jersey sales go through the roof. The club makes money. People from Germany tuning in to watch a Kai and a team of Werner. So they get that audience that come here. Same thing with Argentina, same thing with whatever. So I just don't understand. They have to put more language into letting us know what is it that they're talking about when it comes to low quality. What is low quality? For us, we think that Moiskin is a good, exciting young player. Maybe he's low quality. He's low quality. Maybe he's low you know, quality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What they say is low quality when we say a Pogba is lazy or whatever. Would you say he's low quality, high quality? So, with Lukaku, low quality or high quality? Is, you see what I'm saying? So, it's like, how do you determine low quality? I don't want to say it's racist. I don't want to say because Junior is Yes, so yes. And by the way, those are the views of Junior Pringle. <laughs> but... yeah, I don't want to say that, but it's just confusing. And I think there's something behind it. And I don't only think it's financial. I think there's something else driving yes, yes. that. Because but just fans, playing the devil's advocate. Fans tune in to watch good football. But playing the devil's advocate here, is, is this, and I know we need to move on, is this a, a, a country or a nation or an FA, etc., trying to protect its league by essentially trying to, like you said, support its homegrown players and essentially give them a seat at that table in those clubs. Well, original vendetta to look up low quality. <laughs> All right, let's let's move away. And and before we move away from the EPL, want to get your quick thoughts on this. Ozil had a long statement this week that he released to the press. Ozil is now pretty much relegated to the U23 team at Arsenal. I mean, of course he could have he could have left and etc. But your thoughts on this? I mean, does Arsenal Football Club need to come out and give an explanation to the fans of why Mesut Ozil is their top talent, high-priced player, is relegated to the U23 team? I think they should. I think, especially to the season ticket holders, they should. Fans of Arsenal who, is, who are invested in Arsenal, I think they should. I We complain and we argue about Ozil being lazy and not interested. But let us be fair. Ozil is quality. With the players playing now, that they actually should go. That's even the U23. They should go play with the U19, right? 
So I, I understand when you have internal issues and a coach and a player don't get along, but you're paying this man, what, 325,000 pounds a week to play with the U23s? Come on now. And then you're going to say that you don't have any money, you get rid of the mascot, you lay off people, but you can afford to have this player that you're paying more than quarter million per week to go play with the U23s. Hasta la idiot club, the my bug side, the coach and everybody for go ever. What the cuckoo man name is Cranky, whatever they're like. Stupid, ridiculous, ridiculous club. Arsenal is paying, um, Mr. Ozil is playing, paying the mascot, um, who's been employed for 27 years. Junior, quickly. How ironic is it that the week when the Premier League is saying, let us not bring in no quality players in January, Arsenal <laughs> mentioned in their mind a low quality player let me tell you something i i was carrying arsenal to win the premier league but it's so hard to do it now because of how they're treating ozil they're treating him like he's a low quality baller but arsenal is one of the teams that wanted a bailout earlier in the season so of course the premier league will come back now say wala 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 before they bring in any more low quality baller work with one half it's, it's foolishness and I'll start to get relegated to the other one. Oh, calm down, Junior. <laughs> Let's touch some of the comments. Um, Prime Minister says, big up yourself, family. Prime Minister says, Ozil is greater than Pepe. Three times. I guess if, if Ozil is, is get relegated to the U23 team, I mean, maybe one day Pepe. Pepe, watch yourself, you know. Um, Sean White said, yes, they are. Come on, it's an idiot club. I know, Sean White. I know it's your club. And, <laughs> and Sean says he's joining me. <laughs> Not cheer for no club who deal with players like that. I mean, no, but but it, but it, but it's true. It is. It it just shows that players really have to start thinking about themselves because at any time, any at any moment, you know, it can turn like this. You can't treat a player like this because you know you have internal issues. Or you guys are on the same page. He's a player. He he's under contract for your club. You're playing. You know, you're paying him. The fans want to see him. And and to be frank, Arsenal can do with Ozil. Yeah, they could use his talent. They could definitely exactly. use him. So, yeah. it, you know, stop in nice time about Ozil is too lazy. When I said about Pogba, stop it. Well, you know, but isn't, it, it, isn't it funny though? You, we are sat here the last couple of weeks and Kosa Garrett Bale. Yes, and that's true for being lazy. Same kind of problem, but <laughs> now we're siding with Ozil. And now he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you know why? You know why we're side with Ozil? Because he's a good, he's a good person. Ozil is a Ozil is a good person. So I, I, I just think you know, I just think that um, they, they they're just going about it the wrong way. You know, you need to come out and say something. You leave the you leave the, 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 the agent and the player to come out and tell us these things, to talk to us, which the club's supposed to come out and say something. So it's it's you know, it's 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 just madness. It's yeah, all right. really madness. All right, we're pushing up against the clock football family. Um quickly we're gonna talk about El Clasico in La Liga. Come on, Ronald Kuhlman says um var went against his team i mean uh, imagine I, and let me pull up the quote here from then, your thoughts on the classical come on all right VAR, VAR go against it two so, so it's not supposed to be two one then so it's still one one 
Okay, defend the last goal. I mean, come on now. I just think Coleman is not the person for the job. In the day war with Messi, we are going people in club war with, with, with the baller. Where the, the club, the stadium are going to probably change their name to, to Messi. Why are you going to go war with people? Um, I, don't know. Know, I, don't, I don't get it. Barcelona is in disarray and them just need to scrap it and start back over. Right, quickly, Junior, Ronald Koeman says, quote, I don't understand VAR. I think it's only used to make decisions against Barca. End quote. <laughs> I, is, I mean, isn't there some sort of illegal thing here where Ronald Koeman is trying to trying to intimidate the VAR to make calls in favor of Barca? Then Dan, here's Messi right here. This is what Messi doing every day at him port. I'm going at him calendar and say, how many days till January 1st? <laughs> That's what Messi doing right now. Just at him port, babes, yes, yes, me. You like France? You like Italy? Well, <laughs> Come on, England, because I know I'm not low quality. But look at but, but the thing is this too, and it, and it plays against you. Do you think that when you criticize a, a, a referee, that the next time you are going to get um the cause in cause, your favor? Yeah, yes, yes. Let me tell you something. Yes, when me ref my U9 team, and I see on my list, and say, is this coach? Him better not, him better not breathe for me. If him disrespect me the last game, I write up a report about me. The next game, Papa, oh no. Mm -mm. Football so family, that's not, don't... that's not the way to work. Well, Those are the views that come only. We're not encouraging any sort of bias refereeing oh, and carry feelings. Referees are human beings, so that's how you know. <laughs> hear this, hear this. This is how, this is how dire common situation is. If you talk to real Madrid and Zidane, can him just bust your bottom? He cannot talk to his players. Because PK, your, your, your leading defender, came out and said, let's name something off a Messi. So what is his next thing? Him go after the referees. And any other the, the FA come out and say, yo, you're out of line. You can't do that. Who we went first next? The feet, the groundsman. He <laughs> over Barcelona. It is obvious the locker room don't want to hear from him. Like I said, Messi and the company is like this. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's... He, Coleman says, we've had five matches, quote, we've had five matches and VAR has only been used to go against Barca. It's never gone our way, end quote. Barcelona lost and, to and, Real Madrid and, and in the Clasco. I'm, I'm saying this is going to make it any better, right? And this is going to make it any better. Um, but quickly, is Zinedine Zidane going into that classical? They lost in the, in the midweek to Shakhtar. They lost against Gades in La Liga in the weekend. Did he write the ship? There was rumors that he was under pressure. <laughs> well, you mean, listen, that's what a good team does. You get your little butt whooped midweek, and you come back, and you turn it around in one of the, the most anticipated games of the week. So, listen, and, and you know the funniest thing too? As I would say this, Sean White said, Madrid was not even at their best. And it's true. Original Vendetta said one brown paper box of all refereeing problems. Oh, Liverpool know those that are very the views well. of Original Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Liverpool knows that very well, but it's true. So, so that's what a good team does and a good coach does. You, you forget about it. P football players have to have sharp memories. So Real Madrid came in, right, and you know they decided that they wanted to win more than than barcelona and that's what they did 
Um, Junior, what about you? Do you think Real Madrid, uh, um, Zidane addressed the issue? These, these are just going point to the Champions League trophies. Point to the three one beat yesterday and say Hala and go on moving. And go on and, and keep it moving, keep it moving. All right, let's let's try to hit some of our predictions this week as we we want to talk about before we go to prediction segment. Let's talk about um, quickly some news in our own backyard. Uh, TNT FA versus uh, FIFA Saga. Come on, at the emergency general meeting today, the delegates and the TNT the TNT FA members voted resoundingly to accept the FIFA normalization committee. They also re voted resoundingly 94% in favor of accepting or stopping the, the lawsuit against FIFA. It seems like William Wallace has lost here with his members. Come on. Look here. Listen, this is like a stubborn child. Every time he put him under the pretty jar and you smack it away, him go back and put him. This little idiot man Wallace could have avoided all of this because we knew that Trinidad would never have beaten FIFA. Can never. What was, it, what was he trying to do? So him just mess up everything for, for, for Trinidad. Him not simply just take up his little ball and go home now, man. Ridiculous. We and, knew and, this was going to be the outcome. Yeah, and, and and Chairman Ferguson said he will send the the, 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 the details to FIFA on Tuesday along and so Robert Haddad uh, normalization chairman junior will probably take charge of TNTFA I know you're not a big fan of this this decision your thoughts I have to censor myself at the moment <laughs> I stand with Wallace and this is I, I am going to do what Wallace is saying on his way out the door right now all pirates yes they rabbi ships <laughs> Minutes after <laughs> from the bottomless pit. People in Trinidad, won't you help me sing these songs of freedom? That's uh, all we ever ask. Yeah, Want but he's free day. now, Junior. He's free. He's free from the, the shackles of the TNTFA, right? I don't like it. I don't like it, but it is what it is. Yo, majority rules. Brother, just, just you know, just, just pack up your bags and go. I mean, yeah. And, and, and football family, just to give a brief overview, Trinidad and Tobago's Football Federation is officially suspended by FIFA because there was a litigation against FIFA brought by the William Wallace administration that um, the board of directors, the members voted resoundingly to stop such litigation and to stop and to accept the FIFA normalization committee. Um, Trinidad has until December 18 to have the FIFA suspension overturned so they can go forward in CONCACAF competition. So we'll see how that plays out. But it's a step in so-called right direction in terms of trying to normalize relationship in terms of um, TNT football. All right, let's try to hit some major predictions coming down as we're pushing up to get to yard ballers. Um, prediction, before we get to prediction, it's um, Pele's birthday. So we got to give Pele celebrated his 80th birthday, the legend, Parabens, um, Pele the king. This is from my friend down in Brazil, Eduardo, Big Up Yourself family. He's a huge fan of Santos. And so he sent this picture with himself and Pele and a different group of people. Quickly, your thoughts on, on Pele turning 80, 80, 80 years old this week, October 30th, Junior. And come on. Greatest. Look, I'm fitter and whatever. 
Um, I wish Maradona would have taken. Don't diss my baller, okay? Just leave my baller alone. <laughs> I say, I mean, you know, damn Maradona. Drugs does mess up one's life, apparently. <laughs> Greatest striker ever. Greatest striker ever. Yeah, man. Le legendary Pele turned 80. Big up yourself, family. All right, let's move to our prediction segment. Um, Juve Champions League football coming on this week. Juventus versus Barcelona is a big game. Both of all of us consistently have Juventus winning. Will Cristiano Ronaldo be available for this game? He's supposed to be recovering from COVID. Yeah, I think I think his quarantine time is up. I think he did a neck and I took a negative test and he was his quarantine time was up. So I think he's going to okay. be there. And in and, and the, and the, the big game in the EPL, Manchester United versus Arsenal, surely Manchester United cannot continue to draw these games. Julia, will Van Beek, your newly signed Donny Van Beek, makes the starting roster for this for this lineup? He has, he has to play. They, they, they're playing um, RB Leisberg, um, two Wednesday or Tuesday. Donny has to play in one of these two games. James, just go peel the orange from me. <laughs> And, and another big game also, and I want to get your quick thoughts back to the Champions League that took place this week. Manchester United lost or defeated PSG in the Champions League. Are we concerned about PSG there? Um, come on, and Junior, Thomas Tuchel in this outfit? No. I, I, I no, because they, they won there in the league. I mean, they're always going to win the league. They didn't hire him yeah, to win I French think, League. I, just, I, just, I think Manchester United did a very good job to rub out Neymar. I know this is my thing with, 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 with Neymar. You see, once he gets in his head, him, him into the yapping, and he's off his game, and he cannot perform well. So I just think they did a very good job containing that young man. And once them contain him, and, and, I, and I want to quickly ask you guys, are you guys concerned about Neymar's influence on Mbappe? Mbappe is a big man. What kind of influence is that about? He seems to be more centered on, and you brought this up a few weeks ago, about the fancy tricks oh, and actually playing his game. What would be fancy baller. But I mean, we can't blame Neymar. Mbappe is a, is a big enough man to know right from wrong. He realized that, 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 that Mr. Junior, a rare for going up. I'm realizing Neymar in this um, a whole heap of argument, a whole heap of question. Why would you want to model yourself off a, a baller who people just think is a is an unfair and a cheating baller? Okay, Junior, go ahead. Two question that then, John. Mbappe is a World Cup winner. Neymar is not. What's <laughs> 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 yeah. Neymar influence Mbappe when Mbappe is the bigger baller than Neymar? Uh, Emma, um, I think um, Neymar has more Twitter followers, Junior. Sean said Manchester United 3, Arsenal 0. Sean, I think it's interesting too far, though. <laughs> oh, come on, Sean. I mean, Arteta won two trophies. <laughs> All right, oh. let's let's hit the um, yard ballers segment. Come on, yo, Phoenix Rising, Damian Lowe, and Phoenix Rising family running in hot yard ballers. Yeah, it was. Uh, I stayed up to watch it, and it was. I can't deal with the penalties anymore. I don't want them going up more penalties. It was ridiculous. Um, but with the the early match, Speedy Williams and Jason Johnson of Louisville lost to Jordan Scarlett and Tampa Bay Rowdies. Um, so Tampa Bay Rowdies are the Eastern Conference champions. Um, 
Damien Law, Kevin Lambert of Phoenix Rising beat El Paso in PKs to win the Western Conference. So Phoenix will now meet Tampa in the USL final. So anywhere we take it, a Jamaican is going to win um, the USL finals. Um, Omar Olness and Darlington FC, they're in the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup. Um, Darlington FC signs Omar Olness to a non-contract, a non, a non, I think it's a non-salary contract. I don't know what that means. I'm probably in my, in my play for free. I don't even know. But in my team, in the fourth round of qualifying for FA Cup, Leon Bailey had another assist at two in two as Liverpool beat one side six two in Group C of the Europa League. Um, he started, so hopefully he's going to be in the starting lineup, um, you know, consistently. Kaim Paris has been making big, big waves in Slovenian second division. He netted another hat trick, so that's eleven goals in eleven games. And he's now leading, um, you know, the Golden Boot race. So that's very good for him. And Kemar Roof, as Benton said, you need to go check out in goal. From the halfway line, the man kicked the ball and go right now the back of the net. It was an exceptional goal. So he scored in Europa League for Rangers. So that's my yard ballers. And Premier League is still, Western Premier League is still um, on track. To start in November, nothing else has happened. Nothing, you know, you're nothing else. So maybe um, it's going to start. Maybe not. When I know. So um, and and I thought the president of JFF, Michael Ricketts, in a statement this week or in an interview, said that they met with the Minister of Health and they had some a little hiccups and they need to get some documents to them, etc. Did you hear something similar to that? Yeah, but they, but but still no date. They have not moved it. It was set for November. So it, it, there's no information either way. So the numbers, I mean, it's worrisome because even though they're saying that they're going to start the season with no fans at all, which I don't even see all that possible because you know all Jamaicans say them tear on the fence even when it's free. So I don't see how uh, a water house or a Tivoli guy have a game and the fans them not forward. May not look at work. But they have not said anything either way if it's going to start in November or they're going to push it back. And that's a problem for the players who primarily, uh, you know, make, an, uh, make a living from the rest of the Yeah, yeah. Up, up Alex Reed watching our Flow Sports, he said, Ravel is getting game time. Ravel is getting game time, but Ravel getting passport yet. Yeah, About yeah. two years now, we hear Ravel are getting passport and fast track it. Now I'm interested. Ravel. Yeah, and that's Ravel, Ravel Morrison. All right, Junior, make we heal up new subscribers. Uh, Junior, big ups, new subscribers, football family. Junior. I want to tell you, you know, I want to tell you, people, if you're listening right now, our subscriptions is getting dry. What's going on? Hit the subscribe button right now on the YouTube page, also on the Facebook page. Hit the like button. Now, nah, kill the videos, hit the like button. Let us know. Also, follow Flow Sports. Follow the whole of us. We are the best Caribbean football show in the world. And we are on our way to be number one. Remember, you heard it from us first. So just share, 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 share. And if you have any problems with us, email us at ballchatpodcast at gmail.com. I promise you. We are reading the emails, even when you cuss you out. 
Even your cousin. Me um, not read mine. I am forwarding it to come on in bold letters. Come on, here's your meal. <laughs> yeah, so big up, big up to to all new subscribers. Ian Thompson, big up yourself, family. Big up. Sorry, we don't have the list readily available. We really appreciate the new subscribers. Football family, this is it. Um, that's it from my end. If we let's get out of here. We want to connect with us on Instagram at Ball Chat Podcast and Twitter at Ball Chat One. You can email us at Ball Chat Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at Ball Chat. Our audio version is available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And I want to appeal to the football family. Leave a review on the audio platform or wherever you listen to, a, to the show. By leaving those reviews, those will help the show become more higher um, rated in terms of the requests and, 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 and search engines. Junior, come on. I got to know. We're going to ruin the family. Yeah. And regardless of what Buju said, we are in a mass. Yeah, we are in a mass, yo. <laughs> see you, see you, family.